0: It's locked on Hornets. Today's episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoyment is at the end game. It's the whole game. At only two point six carbs and ninety five calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're the local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, and you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Not of the Scribe. So maybe this might be a surprise to you, but I'm gonna. to go solo on this pod. Look, I'm doing it for you guys. We've missed a few episodes. That was not my intention. Last week, I went out of town. Thursday, our schedules just did not coincide enough. So me and Nada didn't put one out there. On Friday, I had a big time delay. I was stuck in O'Hare, Chicago airport, and so I couldn't get on a mic to record with Nada. Nada wasn't able to get on with anybody else or give you something, so we had to wait until Monday or Tuesday because of the holiday to give you a show. So we haven't been giving you a whole lot lately, so I'm going to redo all of this. I'm going to redo this solo. I don't know if you follow us on Twitter. You should. At Lockdown Hornets. I just said it. At Nada the Scribe at Walker Mail. Go follow us on Twitter. But we put out a tweet and Nada put one out. One, the team account did. Two, Nada did and said that we had some technical issues. And it wasn't me this time. <laughs> I didn't lose the audio. I recorded mine. I saved it. I made sure I uploaded it. This time it's Nada. So, Nada can't be mad at me. And to his credit, he put it out on Twitter that it was all his fault that we lost the audio of the conversation that we had earlier today. So, I'm going to try to go at this thing solo bringing you up to date on a couple of the different things that have happened with the Charlotte Hornets. There are actually some breaking news coming in from Brian Windhorst yesterday. We'll get to that. And I'm going to take a stab at some of these mailbag questions myself, and then maybe we can get Nada's thoughts on all of this on Monday after the weekend, and we can try to come back and give you as many episodes as possible, and at least get close to making this a daily podcast. I don't know what the schedule is going to look like going forward as we get to the dog days. I'm guessing probably a week after the NBA draft will be going daily. And then maybe after that, we start dwindling it down to maybe like three shows a week. I'm not exactly sure what the Locked On Podcast Network schedule is going to be, but uh, we'll figure that out when we get there. In the meantime, I'm going to try to redo this. So it's just going to be me going by myself here once again. Let's get to the breaking news from Brian Windhorst that came out yesterday. So he came out and said that Miles Bridges, PJ Washington, and Emmanuel Quickly were put into the COVID protocols a part of the USA Select team, and they practice in Las Vegas against the USA team that is going to represent our country in Tokyo for the 2020 Olympics happening in 2021. It's the second time this year for PJ Washington and Miles Bridges that they've been in COVID protocols. And remember, it happened with Miles basically at the end of the season, so much so that we didn't think he was going to come back. Miles Bridges does return, at least for a couple of games, but not too many. Either way, this has been the second time he's been in protocols within a few months of each other, and it's the second time PJ Washington has been in protocols just outright. Now, Hornets Nation, they put out a tweet that all three of those players, PJ Miles and Emmanuel Quickly, tested positive for COVID-19 and that they were removed from the team. PJ Washington quote tweets that Hornets Nation tweet and puts five cap and emojis. Five hat emojis for those that, you that don't know, need some help translating, it means that they're lying, and Miles Bridges did the same thing. He actually replied to that tweet, just one hat emoji, indicating that they're capping, that they're lying, they didn't test positive, whatever it is, I'll let you guys be the judge of those tweets and those responses from one PJ and one Miles. But we don't know exactly what happened, because COVID protocols, they could indicate a lot of different things. It could mean that PJ and Miles were around somebody that did test positive for COVID, We don't know if it means that they've been vaccinated or not, because remember, we already went through this with Chris Paul. Chris Paul reportedly is vaccinated, and he missed a couple of games in the Western Conference finals against the Clippers, despite being vaccinated because he was in COVID-19 protocols. But because he's vaccinated, he was able to come back sooner rather than had he not been vaccinated. So it's not it's not for me to put any judgment on anybody to say, well, they should be vaccinated right now, like some people might want to do out there. I don't know what the status of one PJ and one Miles is. Maybe you guys do. Maybe you've seen it reported somewhere. I have not seen it reported all that much. But Miles and PJ, second time, it's just unfortunate. One, hopefully they're okay. Hopefully for their health sake, they're all okay. But do this is a chance to get coached by some smart people. Eric Spolstra, Mark Mark Few. Jamal Mosley, who's very highly regarded so much so that he's going to be the Orlando Magic head coach. He's the assistant for the Dallas Mavericks. We thought he might get that job, but instead, he now moves on to the Orlando Magic, and that'll be an interesting sidebar of how mad Luka Doncic is after there's been reported disdain for what the Mavericks have done within that organization. The Magic are closing in on taking Luka Doncic's guy, Jamal Mosley, to be their head coach. But smart dudes that P.J miles might not be around. And, and and it's not even one of those things, at least in this timeline where they can be on the sidelines and absorb everything that they're saying because they have to be isolated. You know, it doesn't matter what the protocol says, whether they're tested positive, whether they are around somebody, we'll see if they can clear all this up sooner rather than later, but you can't absorb all of that knowledge. And I remember Cody Zeller talked about that when I interviewed him on seven 30, the game, being a member of the USA select team Back in 2017, 2018, something like that, maybe it was uh, maybe it was the Olympics in 2016, maybe it was for FIBA or whatever, but he was on the USA select team that was coached by Greg Popovich and he discussed how much that benefited him. So the select team, they'll take 13 players that are younger and then they'll take about four that are considered veterans, put them on the roster that they'll practice against the USA squad and that's really valuable time. So it's unfortunate to see. That both of those guys did uh, enter the COVID 19 protocols, but hopefully they're all okay. All right, let's move on after updating you on a couple of Charlotte Hornets players that did enter the protocols. But first, let's talk about Bet Online AG. Bet Online is the fastest, it's the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season, it's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts we've got some questions to get to steve clifford appeared on the zach low podcast and referenced his time with the charlotte hornets we'll get to that in just a moment it's all coming up on the lockdown hornets podcast this is locked on hornets and the Google description here says, On contracts made before June, where the wheat is deliverable in December, either wheat of the grades, named or numbered, <laughs> B shares Batik of New York, N.B.A. So take that for what you will. That's a lot of information I just threw at you. I apologize. What was the grade? The Yeah, the wheat was graded uh, C-. minus. Let's get them on. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. I've been talking about it for a while now. Built Bar's grasshopper cookie is absolutely amazing. And I'm also telling you, this is your last chance to go get it. I told you there are limited time flavors. You have to go get it because it's so fantastic. Not only is it low in sugar at only five grams of sugar in the bar, it's also high in protein with 17 grams of protein, low in calories at 150 calories. Um, Built Bar Grasshopper Cookie, it's fantastic, and it's only available for one more day. That's today. Go to BuiltBar.com to get your order of Grasshopper Cookie, but there's staples also. You've got orange, strawberry, salted caramel, double chocolate. They're all covered in chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew, and they're good for you as well. Go to builtbar.com, use promo code locked15. You can get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked15 again at builtbar.com, promo code locked15. Let's discuss Steve Clifford's appearance on the Zach Lowe podcast. So, Zach Lowe has been teaming up with Brian Windhorst after the NBA Finals games for the last couple of seasons now to give you this Hoop Collective Low Post podcast mashup. And Steve Clifford was a guest on the pod after game two last night. Chris Paul, Phoenix Suns, they end up beating Milwaukee in game two. So we can get to maybe a little bit of that analysis in just a moment. But Steve Clifford was asked about the interaction between Monty Williams and DeAndre Ayton last night. And I don't know if you saw this, but Monty Williams was mic'd up and he decided not to turn the mic off. Coaches will do this when they want to have a special moment with their team. Maybe they're breaking down some specific game plan. They have authority to turn their mic off, or maybe they just allow some kind of generic message. Like we got to get back on defense. We got to rebound. We got to play with more intensity. We can't turn the ball over stuff like that. Always makes it out because it's the biggest cliche. You know, maybe these guys need reminded of it, but Monty Williams left the mic on and what you saw was a moment between him and DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre had his worst offensive performance last night. He was good defensively, but offensively he goes four of 10. He had been shooting at least 50% from the field or above every single game this postseason. He's getting blocked by Drew Holiday. There's a couple of times where maybe you thought they were fouls, but just other people are getting their hands on the ball. And Monty is telling him to go dominate that it's not been his best performance. But you can go out there and you can dominate in different areas, diving and doing different things like that. And Brian Windhorst thought that was a great moment. I completely agree. I think that's the type of thing that the casual NBA fans, as well as the advanced fans, if you will, the guys that are analyzing this at a different level to try to bring you different content, we all love it. It's universal. We all crave those moments because it's such good inside access. And Steve Clifford talked about... You can only talk to a player of DeAndre Ayton's caliber, somebody that good like that, if you have a very built upon foundational relationship that allows for that to happen. And DeAndre's still younger, and so maybe it hits a little different with somebody that's 27 years old and already an established player. But DeAndre Ayton, he mentioned, it, you know, he takes coaching so well. This somebody that wants to be coached, and Monty Williams and DeAndre having that moment was pretty special. So Zach Lowe responded and said, "Hey, Steve." Is there a player that was really good that you could talk to like that? And immediately, like he doesn't waste any time. He doesn't give you one of these questions. Well, hard question, Zach. Let me try to think. I've had so many good players. He immediately goes to Kimball Walker and said, that's the guy I could have that conversation with. Kimball wanted to win at all costs. He wanted to get the victory for his team more than anything else. So I could talk to him like that. Hey, Kimba, you're not having your best shooting night. Find other ways to get involved and dominate. Shots don't fall of the time. There are other ways to affect the game, and maybe we do need a bucket from you, but you have to forget about all those missed shots. And he discussed how special Kimba was in all of his coaching days. No matter what team he's coached, he said Kimba has to be among the most special that he's ever been a part of with an organization. And it brings me back to a piece that Zach Lowe wrote about the Charlotte Hornets and specifically Kimba. Remember his last year, he was getting a ton of, of notice because he goes for 60 points, he's lighting the league on fire at that point where we're getting national attention. He's a topic on around the horn. The topic was, can a player win an MVP award on a team? That's not exactly going to make the playoffs or they're not exactly a winning basketball team. And so Zach Lowe writes a piece on him. And in one of those paragraphs, one of those features, he mentions Kimball Walker going into Steve Clifford's office And he mentions, look, this new shooting form, it's just not working for me, right? Because we all remember Kimba wasn't a very good shooter the first three, four years in the league. And Bruce Kreitzer, the shooting coach for the Charlotte Hornets, there's a couple guys there. Mark Price also. And Steve Clifford, they tried to get his shooting motion in a way that was going to help him in the long run. And so he had to transform it a little. And Kimba, really frustrated, goes into the office and says, I just can't do it. I'm going to go back to the old way. Steve Clifford very bluntly says... Okay, well, you can be an average point guard then you can just be league average and you can settle for that and you can make league average money at the point guard spot. If that's what you want, then fine. Go ahead and go back to the old shooting form. And you can talk to Kimba like that one because he wasn't an all star yet, but also because he understands what it means to be coached. And I just thought that was really cool. And another good reminder, we'll do this every few months, right? live in the glory days of one Kimba Walker salvaging some type of basketball entertainment here in Charlotte that was very stagnant except for the seven game series that we had against Miami about five years ago. Kimba is what brought us that entertainment so much and it's stories like that that I always find interesting and I would think Locked On Hornets members also find interesting as well. Pretty cool moment last night to see from DeAndre Ayton, and that will bring you the NBA's finals coverage. It's the road to the finals coverage that is brought to you by Michelob Ultra because Michelob Ultra, they sponsor everything. We're so appreciative of them being on this podcast. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. At 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the finals games a little bit more this season. We've got one more segment to go. I'll take my stab at answering a couple of different questions that I think Nada would not get mad at me for. Or answering without him thing is we did so i know his answer already now maybe i can actually get some evidence as to go against him and argue a little problem is we didn't really argue in the earlier episode that we recorded that is a phantom episode that you'll never hear um so i can just use it to my advantage we got one more segment to go here locked on hornets locked on podcast network this is locked on hornets February is Black History Month, and the Locked On Podcast Network is honoring the challenges and success of black men and women in sports with a new series called Locked On Presents. More than God Almighty. <laughs> Keep this You're You're not deleting this at all. This is going to end up being a a, a bit. I promise you. It's gonna no. no, it's gonna be a bump. It's gonna be a bump. Let it, let it, just let it be. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets Podcast. One more segment to go here on the Lockdown Hornets podcast, going solo without Nada once more, but we're going to do our best here because Nada lost the audio this time after his computer reset. We were on the Zoom call together just resets. And it was right at the end of the episode, because that's just the cruel joke that life will play on you every once in a while. It wasn't me this time. I want to hammer that home. I don't care if you've listened to it a couple of times already in the first segment. I just want to hammer that home because I'm sure all of you rolled your eyes reading that tweet said, God Walker, I'm sure you did something again, but it wasn't me. It's fair of you to judge me for that. But it wasn't me this time, and I just want to hammer that home. Let's answer a couple of questions. Let's go to Warrior eighty-six and ninja narwhals and combine both of those questions. Very much appreciate you guys writing in your questions at Lockdown Hornets, at Walker Mail, at Nada the Scribe. We'll get to more of these questions on Monday. Okay. We'll try to do more of a player evaluation. We'll get back to the capsules, but we'll also get back to a lot of the questions that I just don't have a chance to answer. One or two don't want to answer without Nada. But I'll take my stab at this one. Warrior eighty six. He writes in, what are your top three sign and trade candidates for this offseason? And I'm going to mesh that with Ninja Narwhals writing in, which NBA player would y'all say is a dark horse choice to join the Hornets and free agency this offseason and why? Well, sign and trade candidates. I, I don't know what teams are looking to do that more so. I mean, I, I imagine a few teams are because you can get something back in return. And uh, so it's going to be more attractive for franchises to do that. So we'll see. But it, it's not something that happens frequently it happens enough to where it's fair to ask about but it's not something that happens frequency uh frequently so we can talk about a little of the free agents that aren't talked about as much I think Reggie Bullock and Alec Burks two New York Knicks players two guys that are around 30 years old Both guys that shot 40% from three this season, and Bullock and Burks both have had a lot of success throughout their career shooting the three ball. Good defenders, really fit well with Thibodeau's system. One, these are guys that can kind of come in and plug and play in a lot of different systems. Hey, can you shoot? Great. Will you defend? Fantastic. You're going to fit in any of those systems. And it's why I'm sure a lot of franchises are going to be interested. But if you're Reggie Bullock and Alec Burks, you're 30 years old and teams are looking at you like, yeah, we'd love to have you on our team for about $10 million or so, then I can't imagine that they're going to play for the Charlotte Hornets. I think most contending teams are going to be somewhat interested in them. But if the Hornets are a team that has some cap space... Maybe other franchises are trying to lock in their guys, don't have as much money because of pandemic reasons. And we just know that a lot of teams are cap strapped this off season. Then maybe the Hornets can make a run at that three and D type of player. You know, a bullock coming back close, you know, he's from Kinston, North Carolina. Sometimes guys don't want to go home, and that's fine. But maybe he does. Charlotte being closer to Kinston than the other NBA franchises in the league, of course, played his college ball at North Carolina, playing under Michael Jordan. That might do something for him. I don't know. Reggie Bullock would certainly be somebody that I think would help this basketball team. You'd bring in a guy that would fit. LaMelo Ball could hit him in the corner shooting those threes after penetrating in the lane. So I think that would make some sense. Alec Burks doing a lot of the same things, not the local connection that you would have with Burks, but somebody that would fit the bill as a three and D type of player that is so valuable in the association today. Here's a couple of big names, uh, bigger players, I should say, not big names, but guys that are fives, guys that are centers and we know how valuable James Borrego finds them this offseason. Zach Collins is an interesting name to me because he's somebody that has been injury ridden constantly the last couple of seasons you look at him having only played just 11 games over the past two years. He's had left shoulder issues. He's had left ankle injuries also. We don't exactly know what he might get on the market. He's a restricted free agent, so the Portland Trailblazers have the option to match any offer sheet that is presented to him by any other franchise. But I don't know what the money is going to look like for Zach. If you're talking about $10 million, 11, 12 whatever, then that might be a risk worth taking that the Hornets can also take advantage of because, one, he is so injury-ridden. Maybe teams don't want to take that risk, but also you could get him at a discount um, for a player that can guard in space, that can shoot the three. He's a good player. We just don't know how healthy he's going to be. I think that's a risk that's certainly worth exploring, even if it might be scary. I think it's something worth exploring and we'll see if Portland matches that offer sheet or if another team tries to come in and swoop uh, and and swoop them um, trying to get them on that franchise. Also, Mo Bamba. I think this is more of a popular name that's been tossed around just because it hasn't seemed to have worked out as much for Orlando. But we have a need at the five reclamation project guy that is younger in the NBA, has a lot of tools. You love the body. The wingspan's incredible. He does have a nice touch. Maybe you could see him understanding the NBA game as he gets more years under his belt. So that's actually a sign and trade worthy candidate, right? Is there a Malik Monk type of, of chance, a, a Devonte Graham matched along with something else more valuable coming back to the Charlotte Hornets also? Look, you know me. I want Malik Monk back on this roster. But if I'm going to swallow the idea that he is not going to be on this team anymore, then I got to try to make the best of it that I possibly can. I would love to keep Malik, but after those comments, I just don't think it's happening. And I don't even think Devontae is really going to happen all that much. I think Devontae is, is going to come back. I don't think you would trade him. So Mo Bamba is another guy that might be of interest to the Charlotte Hornets, given their need, given the skill set that James Brago might want. He might want somebody that has that touch from three. He does have that skill set that at least you have the ability to rim protect. And we just got to get him understanding rotations more, understanding drop, you know, contesting shots at the rim at a higher level. And he got better. He did get better when he started seeing playing time. So we'll see if that actually continues to take place and if the Charlotte Hornets have any interest in Mobamba, Zach Collins, maybe some other dark horse-free agents. But thanks again to Ninja Narwhals and Warrior 86 for writing the questions in. Look, only got to a couple of questions, right? We have so much more to get to. I'm going to end it there for today, but we can bring you back on Monday, answer those questions, do more player capsules next week. I apologize for not being consistent with these podcasts here lately. We've had some crazy things come up i've got a different schedule it seems like every single five months or so it's kind of happening like that so i'll keep you uh, up to date on what's going on here with the lockdown hornets podcast but very much very much so we appreciate your support thanks for tuning in to the lockdown hornets pod thanks again to michelope ultra for their support tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of lockdown nba really any show on the lockdown podcast network have a great day and we will be back with you on monday have a great weekend